0: Welcome to Chica
1: and the Man.
0: And I'm your co-host Sonia Iris Lozada and I am Chica.
1: And I am Alex Greenwood and I am The Man.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Chica
1: and the Man.
0: And sorry for the little pause there but <laughs> I let Alex look Did at I miss me my waving.
1: cue?
0: <laughs> yeah that <sighs> No, it was me delaying the cue to you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're all about that uh, delayed yeah. satisfaction thing.
0: You know, yeah, you know, it comes from entertainment. What can I say? There you uh, go, so the dramatic pause. That dramatic pause. Well, we'll say that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, uh, any any news in the last month? Any successful news?
1: <sighs> uh, well, I, yeah, I. it's a success that, you know, this new gig I have, um, but I still have, a few things from the before times, as I call it, that I'm doing. So, money's going to be a little better, which is good because uh, I'm finishing up this uh, dental implant situation and I was informed that the crown will be $2,400. So, yeah. 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 I, know. I have
0: never paid so much for a crown. What kind of crown? Yeah. Is it
1: gold? That's <laughs> what I asked. I said, is it, I said that. I said, is it made of gold? <laughs> no, know, but they're having to craft one special because I had a dental implant that failed after 12 years and they took that out and they had to rebuild part of my jaw. And then they had, to... oh, anyway, okay. it's, it's not like just a regular crown, which would be about four or 500 bucks. This is, this is m- more handcrafted. It's going to take them three weeks to make it and all that. Wow. But I still, I still think it's probably going to be made of gold. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but, the, but that's the thing right there. It's like, you know, if this had happened to me, you know, this bill had hit me six months ago that would have been awful because my 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 day job was not in a good good way and but here I am so the money's there but then it's like
0: then it goes back out
1: (laughs) goes back out and you know you're just thinking oh man I'm gonna catch up with my bills and do some stuff for me sound familiar
0: yes 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 I got a story for you like that too let's hear it well I have had a really dry spell in my acting career I even kind of thought you know just let it go You know, Uh, and I even did a podcast on that called Grieving Dreams because I couldn't figure out why I love acting so much. And it so does not love me back. (laughs) So I think I had to come to terms that I would I mean, I did come to terms that I am never going to make a living off of it. And honestly, all the members in SAG, less than five percent make a living off of acting. So everybody has a day gig. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, like you, I'm a writer. So that also, I mean, you talk to some famous writers and they have a side gig or they're professors at a university or they're doing something Mm -hmm. like that. But what happened was I have a print agency and they told me I had a print job last Friday. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. great. You know, I didn't have to audition for it or anything like that. And I think I mentioned it last time that I was up Mm -hmm. for a job.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah, I got it. Congratulations.
0: And thank you. And now I could talk about it. So then um, I said, OK. And then they contacted my agent and they said, can she work Thursday, too? And I went "Kaching! Of course I will. <laughs> wow. So I got and it was Walmart.
1: Oh, so, nice.
0: Yeah. So it's Walmart and it's for Memorial Day. It's a print job. So it's only in magazines, newspaper and probably in their stores. Right. Um, But they're doing a whole campaign, so I don't know how much they'll use of each one. Yeah. And it was I met wonderful people. They were great people to work with. I the first day I worked four hours and that's including hair, makeup. And this photographer was like they knew exactly what they want. Okay, you just and the thing was, we sat longer and we ended up talking to each other and really getting along really well. And he goes, you know how you guys were talking when you were waiting. That's what I want here. And so we did. We just continued having conversation.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: And it... so the second day, the first day was Memorial Day. We were celebrating it. And the second day was Father's Day. So hmm. it, it just really kind of people. Um, we were not allowed to take pictures on the set. And right. I hope I'm not yeah. breaking anything by mentioning it. But So I, uh, but it was, you know, we all exchanged numbers. It was real. It was like a family and it was really like a family. It was, I mean, no acting really. We just got along that well. The next day I um, worked three hours. Mm. I mean, you have to make yourself available, but if they get everything they want, you know, in three or four hours, then your day is done. Yeah. So that's what happened. It was like, they got everything they needed early. So That was really good. Great people to work with. I would love to work with them again. Extremely professional and quick.
1: Yeah. And I bet they want to work with you because why wouldn't they?
0: Uh, It was me and this one guy and then a true family, a husband, wife, and their two kids.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So were you playing like a friend of the family?
0: No. Or were you part of the family? Believe it or not, I played a grandparent.
1: I don't know why, how. That's because not even no. the
0: daughter was our child. Well, she could be 20. I could easily be a grandparent. Because you could be 40 and be a grandparent. That's I'm true. Older, I'm older That's, than that. So yeah, you're like um, 41. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. And it was funny because in one part, the girl put on makeup and she goes, I'm making her look too glamorous. Can you make her hair look messy? Because she's never going to look like a grandmother. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's great. I love yeah, it.
0: That was fun. Um, but now tell me one of yours. We can go back and forth.
1: Oh, um, well, I'm just happy that, you know, gainfully employed, you know, paying down some bills, stuff like that. I've still got I've got a project that you, I've told you about, but I can't really talk much about still. We okay. got some good. We got. I can only tell you this and you'll know what this means because it's about, you know, um, we the, the guy called me. Two weeks ago now, almost almost two weeks ago tomorrow. And he called me. Now, of course, you're two hours behind us, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like 10 o'clock at night for for me. And I it'd been a long week and I was asleep on the couch when he called, because it was like eight his time, you know. Yeah. And he's like, I've got some news. Give me a call. I didn't get it till I woke up like midnight to go to get out of get off the couch and go to bed, right? And then I'm like, oh man, he called. Damn. So the next morning I called, left him a message. But I know he goes and plays beach volleyball Saturday mornings. But I said, "Well, when you're done, call me." He didn't call. So I, I waited a couple more days. Call. He didn't call me back. So tomorrow I'm going to call him again. I, but it, I don't take it like there's a problem. I take it like he's busy because he's mm-hmm. not just running a company, but he's also a Hollywood uh, dude. And yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about that. But so the, I, I, I'm just excited. But I mean, it's obviously not a done deal. If people listen, listeners are like, he, "What is he talking about?" Well, I have to tell Sonia this, so just bear with me. So it's not a done deal, but it, it, it he said it was good news. So there you have it. Um, <laughs> so how about that? that? Does that count? Even though I don't Oh, my God, know? yes. I mean, okay.
0: we talked about when I was on hold for a print job, and that was exciting.
1: I'm on hold for not a print job, but something similar.
0: Yeah. And so what happened, my other good thing is mm-hmm. two years ago, in the beginning of the pandemic, And one of the directors I've worked with on a film called Expired, uh, Cecilia, she called me and she goes, you know, I'm trying to get like this project going. And she gave me some directions and she says, can you record like a story, make it up, ad lib? I'm like, sure. So I just did something as a favor because I think she was trying to compile something to get money or whatever. Mm -hmm. And but I don't know, because I I'm just guessing. I just got a call. Less. They contacted me last week and sent me the contract and I'm shooting the rest of it on May 6. So
1: (laughs) what the what what is going on here?
0: I know. And I and I um, I, you know, I I liked her. I I really like her. So to me, you know, she's a Italian and I got to go to Sundance for that film that I did with them and. So it's like where we, you know, I've gone to parties where she's at. So it was really nice of her to ask. And, you know, since I liked working with her, I said, sure. But I forgot about it. You know, I thought yeah. you never know if something goes through in Hollywood. That's that's right. the thing. People yeah. have great intentions and yeah. someone might have told them that something wonderful is happening, but you take it as it comes. If that guy called you with good news, that is really good news. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, now, but now I'm like, well, what, why is not he called me back or he texted me or anything? But you know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, you, do you think, by the way, if you're uh-huh. since I know you're you're you are somewhat metaphysical, um, do mm-hmm. you think that because you let you were starting to let go that the universe heard you? I mean, is that too corny? I think
0: so. No, no, I I think that's very true because when I decided to let it go was the last time that I booked a job, they told me I had it, and then. I I asked them about the character. I go, is this character really? Because the way the script was written, it could be taken, the part was written. It could be taken, well, she's afraid of this person who's like an organized crime, or she's not. And me, I probably would not be and probably get killed. But anyway, so I asked, and they said, no, she's afraid of her. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And I went back like two or three times for this casting call, the same role. And then they decided to recast it. And after I asked them that question, you know what they decided to go with? Someone that's not afraid of her.
1: Interesting.
0: And so obviously I didn't get the role. And what sucked was a good friend of mine got the role.
1: Oh, so that
0: kind of like, it's like, wow, that made me realize that I'm a desperate actor. And that is an ugly thing to be. So that's what made me want to let it go, because. I don't think you should ever be desperate Mm -mm. about anything in your life.
1: Same same here. Same here.
0: And I realized that I was a desperate actor because if I wasn't a desperate actor, that wouldn't affected me so much.
1: That alone is a successful thing is the fact that you've realized that desperation is, you know, and I was yeah, desperation is not sexy. Right. It's like, it's like back when I was in my dating days, if you're at a bar or a club or something and you were just so I had a buddy and. I, I I called him. but I had a nickname for him. He okay. he was he he was he he wasn't great with the ladies. Okay, nice guy, very smart, nice looking, but no game to speak of. <laughs> okay, just no. So th- that wasn't his nickname. It wasn't no game. Um, but it, it, that's a good nickname though, would not it? No game. <laughs> but the, uh, maybe I'll put that in my next screenwriter book or something. But no, but but he always. Do you ever have a kitty cat and and uh, like it was hungry and, and, it, and it kind of sees you start to open a can of food or pour some milk. And it kind of has that look like, <laughs> you know, so I said, dogs dude, do you,
0: that more. our cat will just scratch you to pay attention.
1: No, but some some cats will, you know, kind of just kind of hesitantly, you know, and I said, dude, you got the hungry cat thing going. You so, And it, so that became a thing like down the road, every time we were out, I said, dude, you really, you got the hungry cat going here, man. We, <laughs> we cannot to stop with the hungry cat. And he's like, really, do I, do I, do I look like the hungry cat? And I'm like, yeah, you look like the hungry cat. It's just not attractive. Women,
0: women for, I'm sure a man to have to deal with a desperate woman. You're not yeah. in your right mind when you're desperate and it's a sad thing, but the thing is realizing it. It's yeah. one thing knowing, I mean, if you know it, but I never knew I was desperate and acting you could reject this so much as how could be, I'd be desperate. I'm always rejected.
1: <laughs> well, it, so, it, it, it's, it's good though. It's good. I'm happy for you. And, and hopefully this will be, you know, the turning of a page and much more uh, work for you.
0: Well, there's more. Wow.
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: I sent my agent an ad, you know, that I saw. Um, and I thought it was a print ad.
1: Yeah.
0: She goes, oh, well, you want us to put you on through this commercial? I'm like, oh, I thought this was a print ad. That's why I sent it to them because they're my print agents. And she goes, no, this is a commercial. I'm like, oh, well, I have an agent. Um, They go, are you looking to move <laughs> or want to change? And I go, yeah, I would. You know, so they said, send over your stuff. I did. What I did was I sent the links to my website, my acting website, my mm-hmm. podcast, right, my Poetic resurrection, and you know, uh, on my actor's website, you could see my my video, my acting video. You're real. My, my real. Thank you. Exactly. You could see all my current pictures. So they got back to me and they said, "Yeah, we want to we want to take you commercially." Oh so yeah. this
1: is fantastic! Yay! I'd hey. clap, but it'd be too loud on the mic. That's so yeah. that's so wonderful.
0: Yeah. And so now I had to go back to my other agent who I adore. She's a wonderful person. And I said, you know, I just need to move on because I wasn't doing anything in commercial and I've been doing print jobs. So I said, well, maybe that's what I need to do. I was going to send her an email and then I said, you know, let me call her because I really like her. Let me make it a phone call. Yeah. And I said, I was going to send you an email. She goes, you Better not have, I would have been really pissed.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, come on, you're better than that. You would
0: yeah. So I I called her and I'm well, mostly uh, when you leave an agency or a manager, you need to put it in writing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
0: I said I'll send an email just to confirm. And she goes, you know, but I she goes, I understand. She goes, We haven't been doing much for you either. So you know, it's not like you're so she was very cool about it.
1: So I'm I'm listening, but I'm also looking at your website. These are new pictures.
0: Some of them are new. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I love that one. You're not you don't even see what I'm looking at. No. Um,
0: I'm...
1: <laughs> oh, I, you got the colorful uh, uh, necklace scarf? and scarf. And
0: oh, yeah. Oh my yeah.
1: Goodness. Yeah.
0: That guy's really I had two great photographers, extremely different from each other. Oh, yeah. The one with the microphone. He's more of a surrealistic photographer. And I'm, I'm into surrealism. So he took like those pictures. He, he's really a stage director. His name is Ken Sawyer. Hmm. And then the other photographer is Mark Attenbury. Both of them are extremely good.
1: Yeah, they are. Of course, it helps if you have a great face, which you do. But these are really nice. Congratulations on all this, man. So Thank you. what do you think? Do you, do you think that this new outfit will? Uh,
0: well, you know what? I, I think it'll be a nice change because hmm. I was with my previous commercial agent for I hate to say this, 20 years,
1: mm. maybe,
0: and it's been a long time. So I just needed a change. It's not like, and I always thought that I must not be a really in-demand commercial person because I hardly ever booked anything. It's like mm. I couldn't get arrested commercially. <laughs> um, so I thought maybe I, I come across like too strong. And, you know, they, they like that really uh, sweet kind of sellable faces. And yeah, this agency also that I'm with, DDL, they're a bigger agency. They're in mm-hmm. Chicago and in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. What now? I think you, I think I know the answer, but what about paid stage work? Would you do that?
0: I've done stage work. Yeah.
1: Right. But well, would you, you do it now? To,
0: you know what? I, I, I. There's two things I love about, well, there's one thing I love and one thing I don't. I love being in front of an audience.
1: Mm -hmm. I really
0: do. I mean, the energy you get from people, there's nothing like it. The best. It is. The other thing is, is that theater is very hard. And kudos to all the theater actors out there. Mm -hmm. Because I've done musicals. And Mm -hmm. granted, musicals are maybe a little harder than regular theater. Because you got to learn dance routines and all that kind of stuff. Right. But you spend so much time learning the part. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you know, you do get to be in front of a stage. Now, the only thing is, is that in the times that I've done the musicals I have done, you work almost every night except for Monday. Yeah, You work weekends,
1: matinees,
0: matinees on the weekend. So it's it's a lot of work. It's very gratifying, though, but it is a lot of work.
1: But because you know i was stage actor more than film actor and Mm -hmm. tv and all that but um semi-pro would be the way to i was never a full-fledged professional but i mean i did stuff though that people paid to see it wasn't just like you know Mm -hmm. but i i remember gosh i did my last thing gosh it may have been almost 20 years ago now and even then i was struggling just learning the lines and stuff you know it's i think and now though now Oh my gosh, if I had to learn like a three-act play, a part in a three-act play like I used to, I used to be the lead in, or, or the second lead in, in all kinds of shows. And I did a couple of musicals. I'm not a great singer, but I, you, know, you could sing it or sell it and I sold it. Um, I, could, I just don't know if I could do it anymore. I, don't, I, know I, I, I know I could, I just know it would be extremely taxing, very hard to learn a part.
0: Honestly, film and TV pays more. Yeah, yeah. You only work a, a day or two here where you're guaranteed a salary. You know, if you're lucky, that show runs for two years. So you got two years of, a, you know, every week's salary.
1: But if you got lucky and did a guest spot on a TV show and then they loved you and they brought you back and, you know. That would
0: be ideal. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> and of course, you know, uh, but, but anyway, it's 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 fascinating the way the business works. But, uh, oh, interesting. Really yeah, interesting. so well, it's been it's a good. very,
0: very good week.
1: Yeah, And mostly
0: because the energy and everybody around is so nice. Even the agent I left was amazing. She was she was great. Yeah, I'm very lucky to have such positive people around me and sincere.
1: Well, you attract those people.
0: Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what's been happening here. What else have you been doing? Tell me your success. Uh You had another one that came up, didn't you? We talked about it before we going on air or we went on air.
1: We did, PR yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that's uh, that's what I meant earlier. Uh, but yeah, I got the I uh, got a, a couple of uh, side gigs and PR that popped up. So yeah, that was nice. It, it it's not huge money, but it's it's nice to make some extra money. And I've been more in demand for uh, some writing stuff, like commercial writing stuff, and so not commercials, like commercial as in like blog posts and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's
1: been a lot of that showing up. But yeah, those things are, are exciting. And I'm also excited. Uh, it's not really a success in the sense that it's done, but um, I have started researching my next book, and I'm pretty excited about that. Um,
0: Ooh, is it is it still in the? Oh, well, you said you weren't doing any more mystery.
1: No, this is different. My great grandparents were circus folk. Ooh, it's true.
0: It's like a memoir. But,
1: well, no, but okay. so let me just tell you though. Uh, so they were circus folk on riverboats. Ooh. On the Ohio River. Uh huh. They were, he was the ringmaster and the band leader and the grand, great grandmother was the trained dog act person, little chihuahuas jumping on things and around things. Mm-hmm. But so I've been, I found a couple of really great books about riverboat circuses. And so uh, actually what I want to write is a, a novel based on on a, on a circus on a riverboat.
0: I hope and nobody so steals I, your idea now that you're talking about it.
1: <laughs> well, there's only like two books. So good luck finding them. But no, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I did. I bought like a, I'll a, a, a use book for that was in libraries. And then I found uh, somebody's dissertation online from 45 years ago, but yeah, well, they, they can come and get it, but I've also got a few, I think I've got a few stories that the family knows about that, that I can work in there, but I'm excited about it. it and uh, it's a different, it's just a different world. I think, I think already just the, what I have in mind for it would be a really neat, It'd be a neat movie. It'd be a neat Netflix thing. If everything I'm wanting to do comes, I won't say any further, but I've got, to, I've yeah, got don't a good show. Don't of it. give it away. <laughs> yeah, but I've got. To, yeah, you're right. And you know, it's, it's not just pie in the sky. Cause I'm literally actually in those waters a little bit right now. So mm-hmm. you never know. So anyway, so that's to me, that's a success because I wasn't sure if anything would, you know, I finished my eighth book in my mystery series. And I thought, gosh, I have no idea what I'm going to write. And then I just, I woke up one morning and I, I saw a picture of my grandfather And then I wrote, or my grandmother, I mean, and then I realized, wait a minute, her parents were circus folk and I've always wanted to learn more. So here we are.
0: Yeah. You know, ask the family, because I'm sure somebody else had that same interest. Your mom, look at that. So that'll be great because you got firsthand, like an insider view.
1: She loved her grandmother too. And she will, she will tell me for hours about her grandmother. Recorded. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would even put it on video just so that you have it like that. Because, you know, sometimes, like I've seen, um uh, you you take almost like a documentary thing, like, look what really happened, the making of, and you yeah. have someone telling the story.
1: That's a great point. That's great. Yeah. See, look at us. We think so much like, we're creatives. This is what we do. We're always like packaging stuff, too. Yeah. um <laughs> Totally. No, that's a, it's a great point. um We're going to go to see my folks in Oklahoma City, probably. Late April, early May, if we can get away, and uh, I'm going to try to corner my mom for about an hour and talk to her about stuff. So that'll be good. Uh, Yeah, that'll be good. So next, uh next one, you? No, I was
0: going to say that I recorded my mom and my uncle, and they were doing Puerto Rican uh, music. He was a guitar player, and so he's Mm -hmm. playing guitar, and him and my mom are singing on the sofa. And now my mom is not doing well. And my uncle passed away. So I I have that. I have to, it's on VHS, so I have to trans, you know, trans, um, yeah, get that digitized. Yeah. Yeah, get it digitized. Because that's that's historical
1: right there, you know. Oh wow. Yeah they're talking
0: about what they used to do growing up and music. So they're giving their history.
1: Well, get it digitized and then you could do a special episode of the show. That's and, true. And I could put it
0: on you. my YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, put it on your channel.
0: Let's see what else. You got something else?
1: <laughs> Let me think here. Uh, you know, I I think I, success is a lot of things, but I think right now, um, success can also be freedom from worry about, like yes, you know, about bills and about what the next thing going to be. At least for now, right? And I, I, do you feel that way too? Just, just I do. knowing,
0: you know what? Um, not worrying about stuff is so. Calming because you know yeah. I meditate every day. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I work on this all the time. Mm-hmm. And just to have peace of mind, because our mind can, you know, oh,
1: yeah. I'm
0: re- I'm listening to an audiobook called A Tethered Mind. Mm. Uh, and it if you listen to the sample on the audiobook, I had a buy it, it was cracked up because we in our head is like there's two people and they're both having a conversation and they're answering each other. So it's like, should I go to the store? No, maybe you shouldn't go to the store. It's kind of cold outside. But if I wear my jacket, you know, then I could. (laughs) And that's what this guy, he's talking about Fred. Oh, I should call Fred. Oh, I forgot to call Fred. Oh, now it's too late to call Fred. (laughs) But we talk. And then I said, and I go, okay, well, he's telling us why we do this. But how do you fix it? And he says, pretend that your mind is a roommate. How would you tolerate a roommate that never shuts up? <laughs> That's I, I'm I'm listening to that. The guy just made me laugh. It's a great book, and my sister's been very helpful because she may pointed out something that it's so obvious. And my sister, her name is Evelyn Eckert. I'm doing a plug. You could get her on LinkedIn. Reach her on LinkedIn. But she said to me, because I said, well, I would like to get a portable washing machine because I live in an apartment building, and for two weeks. I went down and there was somebody in the laundry room Uh, and there's only two washers and two dryers. Mm. So I said, I'm getting a damn machine and I looked it up and I'm like, well, it's not in my budget to buy one. And, you know, should I I don't want to use a credit card. So my sister goes, why don't you look at it differently and say, I want to make more money so that I could buy it. And I did after I said, yeah, I need to make more money so I could buy this portable washing machine. And then I got the print job and then I got the contract from the film. And it's like and now actually I'm I'm using my mom is not well, like I was telling you um, offline here. So I'm going to take the money I was going to buy the machine with and just uh, help out the family.
1: My dear friend, my dear friend, that is wonderful. There's you know, there are people out there who wouldn't do that.
0: My it's my mom I mean it's your mom yeah. and it's a washing machine big freaking deal I'll go, <laughs> I'll go down and wash my my clothes I'll just have to go out and uh, you know keep tracking and, and just do it
1: yeah so yeah. well you know what I have a feeling you could, there's definitely a washing machine in your future anyway it'll happen
0: yeah I'm not you know I'm not worried about it but right now I I want to help my mom
1: yeah that's what it's all about um yeah, my my folks, my mom's seventy-six and uh my dad's seventy-eight and they've got issues. And uh I, I'm I'm working on trying to be um uh, a better son. I think they get very wrapped up in their own worlds and yeah. I call, I call, and every now and then they'll call me, but and uh I don't know. I should probably do a better job of communicating with them. They won't obviously they're not around forever. Nobody is, so yeah. But you know, I was—I've been reading a good book too. Um, you ever heard of Dr. Julie Smith, the the British psychologist?
0: Sounds familiar, but I'm not familiar with her work.
1: She's on Insta. She's she's like an Insta star. She has like six hundred eighty-five thousand followers on Insta because she does these little videos trying to explain to people how the mind works and how depression works and sadness and how. Oh, I should look anxiety. her up. What's her, what's her name? Doctor. Just 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 look for Dr. G- J-U-L-I-E, Dr. Julie, and mm-hmm. her sh- her stories are wonderful. But her book is number one Sunday uh, Times bestselling book, Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before?
0: Oh, my God. If I could you, have money for every time I've said that, why has no one ever told me this before? And it's like something that's very obvious, too.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, and you know what's the thing about her, too, is she explains these concepts so well particularly about anxiety and depression and, and just the issues we all go through in one way or another, um, that, yeah. Um, and the book reads very well and she's got a great personality and she's, she's sparkly and, and she's not like, but you know, I, she's not like, she doesn't cross over into Dr. Phil land. She's a genuine psychologist and she really seems to want to care, want to help people. And so Dr. Julie on Insta and the book, again, it's why, as nobody told me this before, it's a great book. Um, I think it, it could help a lot of people who don't even know they could use some help
0: one of the things I'm doing since we're talking about books mm-hmm. I am I re-edited my first and second book in the inspire me series because I have been on slow-mo for my third book in time of need by the time that book is done we're not going to be in time of need anymore
1: nobody needs that
0: you no know, it's like oh I went through two years of that I don't want to read anymore so what happened was I had re. I got an editor, a different editor, Mm -hmm. and he's a copy editor because that's what I really needed, because after I had it edited before, I found so many mistakes and part of them were mine. I just wanted to go for a pure copy editor.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: so he he's very good. And Mm -hmm. he re-edited those first two books. I don't know if I'm going to change it or anything like that. Have you read any of my books?
1: Yeah, the uh, the first one
0: the one that has the little girl or did you read the the one that's all color
1: well i know you got to remember this was when do we meet when do we, we on my show i read remember i read that
0: oh i think you follow you read follow akashic dreaming through time
1: i think oh, I said all three. that's right yeah it's the akashic dreaming through time that's right because I yeah thought that well was you so... were just
0: it's like really what if something happens like this this and that then what i'm like <laughs> i go then you got a sci-fi story <laughs>
1: You know, you must have liked me because look, we're still talking. So there. Oh,
0: I adored you. I had so much fun on your show.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I had a great time with you too. It was fun, and I have fun with these too. I wish I wasn't so damn low energy tonight. I, uh, it's been a long week. It's we're recording this. Is that okay to say on a Thursday night? It's not. It's not a night for you. See, it's like it's like almost six for me, almost dinner time, and uh, it's you're a couple hours back, so you're still kind of. But I don't know. I've been hunched over a computer all day. I could feel it. I Mm -hmm. I need to like, I need to stretch. I need to get out and stretch. And I I did go to the gym over, over lunch. That's helpful. I did a reset, by the way. I did nine days workout straight every day, just as a reset, just to see if I could. And I was fine. Took one day off. And then the next day I felt terrible. It was like my body acted like, oh, okay, you're, you're done with this emergency working out thing. (laughs) So now everything can go to hell. And I went back today and my shoulders didn't want, I I do kickboxing. So my, my shoulders didn't want to punch. It was embarrassing. I don't know, but it's okay. I Um, found my gloves. Yeah.
0: I have I have the big gloves, the ones that go to here, like actual boxing gloves.
1: Yeah. holy Not cats. the little
0: ones. No, no. no. Uh, yeah. And so I found them. I go, you know, but I need to get a bag. And my problem is I live in an apartment building. Where the hell? Excuse my wording. Where the heck am I going to put this punching bag that is not mm-hmm. in the way? You know, right, right. But I loved it because my upper arm strength was great. Oh, yeah. And. I remember taking the class and telling the guy, he goes, you know, he goes, I love it because you're not afraid to hit. I go, no, no, no. I'm doing this. So I have permission to hit. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I have permission to hit. But yeah, I got and I have the wraps that you put underneath the gloves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: It is a great workout. It is. It's a very intense workout. But if you did that for nine days, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nine days straight. Um, Yeah. I haven't lost any weight, but, <laughs> but that's okay. I was just doing it to see if I could and see if my energy level would improve and it was good. And I think I was doing pretty well. And then you see, you don't have this problem where you live, but like the past three days, it's just raining and gray and cold. And, and you know, I'm already back in like, I like my mind went to, it's spring now. We had a, like a couple of weeks, it was really great weather, you know, and I, but then it came back. I was like, oh, this is depressing. And I'm looking out there now. I have to tell you something funny that happened to me today. Mm-hmm. There may be, maybe there's a sign okay. to this. Now this may be my penultimate thing to tell you before today's sadly ends, but I will tell you. So I'm I'm in this room where I'm recording from now, mm-hmm. my office, and there's a window at. So you can see there to my right, there's a big window and there's a part of the house. You can see the house I live in. Uh, there's kind of a Eve that hangs down and there's a gutter rain gutter. Well, uh, it's the time of year after, um, some, I, I don't know, sparrows or finches or some little birds had laid their eggs in the gutter in there oh. and created a nest. And the, no, and the little birds come out. Two of them apparently survived because they've been driving me crazy turp, turp, turp. <laughs> and running into the window. Cause the wind, they, they, I think they see their reflection and they think it's somebody. Well, anyway, I noticed I've been here in this house for three years. And I noticed that the screen on the window always looked like crap. And I thought, Second floor. It's not like kids are hitting it or anything.
0: Oh, I know what you're going.
1: <laughs> the birds have been chewing on these things, generations of them for years, right? Yes. Well, so today I don't have it in here. I took it. In. So today, I, 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 a, a client calls me, right, and I'm on the phone with her, and then I see one of the birds chews a big enough hole. Finally, just just broke through today and came in between the screen and the window. He's trapped. <laughs> and he's going nuts right and the one outside there is kind of you know screaming at him like get out of there you know and he's like, i'm going crazy i can't get out ah! you know? like, oh, god and i'm saying i said i'm sorry i'm dealing with this emergency here um so i look at it and i posted this on my instagram story if you want to go look uh, oh, today yeah, I, mean, I haven't looked it, at
0: instagram it, today yet
1: yeah okay well look at my story there's a lot of crap in there but you'll, you'll come across this in my story I was like, well, all I can do is kind of raise the window a little bit, put my hand in there and poke the screen out so it'll fall, or at least the bird can go, oh, because the bird's too dumb to go back out the hole, right? So uh, it's a baby bird. It's dumb. It doesn't know Mm -hmm. anything. It it can't fly real well yet. You know, they just kind of sit there by the gutter and they run into the window and they cling on to the screen Mm -hmm. and then then they bite the screen and that's what happened. And it worked though. The bird got away. Um, I just pulled the screen off because I've got to fix it. they got to replace it. There's no way I can open the window now. But I'm thinking I will not replace that screen until they get big enough to go away because that's what yeah. they do. They they hang around for a few weeks and they go. Then I look downstairs and there's like two new nests being built, like in, over the lights. You yeah, because it's warm. Light. Yeah. Well, I, the, you know, I thought I felt like since I saved one's life, uh, and they hadn't, and the nest was not completely finished, and there's no eggs or anything in it. I destroyed it because I can't have it. It's right by a door. And and it's like the light, you know, the light fixture outside. You step mm-hmm. outside. Well, what happens is we leave that go. Then the mama gets defensive and attacks us if we go out to our backyard. So I had to take it down. Yeah, that. That, my, that
0: happened with my sister and uh, her house. She has an overhang over the patio. They got on top of the light. And every time that they would come out, because <laughs> the mom so, thinks that you're going to take her babies. Right. But then after she was gone, they took down the nest. They they did wait. They took down the nest. and We did, too. We did, too. And I had I used to manage the building I live in. And Mm -hmm. tenants kept calling me, go, Sonia, I have like a perfect square cut out of my screen. And it was like a bunch of tenants did that. And a friend of mine posted it on Facebook. I go, I started laughing because one of them said it's a bird. The birds come and he's cutting the screen because they're using it for their nest.
1: Is that right?
0: They're using it for their nest. And you should see how many apartments had a perfect square <laughs> cut out of their screen. And I, I mean, what am I going to do? I can't get pissed, right? I think I thought it was funny, but we had to replace it is... those. We I've never heard till... of that. Yeah, we had to wait till after the, the breeding, the nesting season yeah. and then we replace them because if we replace them then they were just going to cut those two
1: well now what we've been doing too is putting shiny foil and yeah shiny, mm-hmm. they don't like that or that they scares don't them. like
0: that mm-hmm.
1: um, but also i'm going to go into the hardware store and buy an uh, an owl a plastic owl because owls are predator birds and they scare mm-hmm. off other birds i hate to do it but i mean i can't make a new screen ever i mean those are expensive of you know to replace the screen on a on a window thing it's like 50 bucks so I can't
0: wow I can't. that well we had we
1: well you're you're commercial it's I mean it's yeah a, we have right.
0: the the stuff in the but we have the stuff in the storage to remake them
1: yeah I don't know how to do that I would I would I you would you know what
0: I it. saw them do it I'm like oh my god this is so easy
1: is it But you have yeah. to take the frame apart and then you what do you do lay the screen no on and you and then... don't
0: even have to take the frame apart I've seen them do it they take out the rubber that holds the screen Okay. And then there's a a little roller thing, almost looks like a pizza slicer, but it's it doesn't slice obviously because you gotta push the screen in. Yeah. And they just, you know, push the rubber and everything right back in, make sure it's really tight, and you're done. You could get it at any hardware store, you could get a screen kit.
1: Well, maybe I should
0: and it's a lot cheaper than 50 bucks.
1: Well, okay you know well, i you know normally i do go to like youtube and just see how things are done i just assumed that'd be something i would screw up so i just thought well
0: you know what? I'm, it's very okay. it's actually when i saw them do it i go that's it the hard part is making sure it's, it lays flat really yeah. well tight
1: okay okay
0: and yeah. not too tight because if you do it too tight it'll start ripping
1: So you just buy a roll of of that mesh. They have the kit.
0: They have the kit that has a frame that has everything and you just put it together.
1: I think 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 you've inspired me to at least investigate the possibility.
0: To me, success is just feeling free. Like you mentioned that. Mm -hmm, I think it's not money. Mm -hmm. It's not the vacations you take. It's not the house you live in. Because you could be a slave to your possessions.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not freedom. No. And I think I think you learn freedom from gratitude.
1: I think you're right. And from I think too, from being some of this stuff sounds cliched because people say it a lot, but I think being present enough. Like I I have moments, particularly on weekends, when I'm reading a good book outside, I've got maybe a little, little glass of whiskey, and occasionally I'll puff on a cigar. I do not inhale it. It's just a thing I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: No judgment here.
1: Thank you. I tried and cigars. It, I want to see that. That must have been great.
0: It was uh a sm- um, you know, it was really cool. It looked like the old salons, like maybe like Hemingway would be in and yeah. people had cigars and it was part of a club. And I went and I took a toke. I go, this is not bad. I don't want tongue cancer, but it right, was right, <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. I, I don't want to do one every bad. day, but every now and no. then, you know.
0: And it was but, a but, Cuban cigar. Oh,
1: it was really a Cuban, huh?
0: It was a real yeah. Cuban cigar. Where,
1: wait, was this, where was this? Or you, can you tell well, me? Well,
0: there where was this... a phase that we had a lot of clubs in LA that, you know, there would be the club part and there we the smoke room where people would go and smoke cigars. And right. this guy that I knew happened to have a true Cuban and he let yeah. me have a puff out of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I had a buddy who was in Haiti during the things in Haiti in the late nineties and he, and he brought some back, he smuggled some back and uh, I had one to be honest though. I, I don't know if they, if it really was or not, but it was, if it wasn't, if it wasn't Cuban, it was Dominican. So it was still lovely. Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, but the point was about the, the cigar too. Oh gosh, I would love to see you do that. Um, <laughs> it's just that I, I, I actually said this um, the other day. Uh, my daughter came out to chat with me, and you know she doesn't like the stinky cigar, but it's outside. And, you know, my wife doesn't mind it; she's fine with it. She sits out there, and I always ask, which they don't care. Um, but we just had a great little chat. She and I, and then my wife, and all that, and everybody's just serene. And particularly, what's going on in Europe—all these um, horrible things. But but the point was, I and I, I said out loud, without even thinking, I said, "I always want to remember this moment. I always want to remember." just what a sublimely nice day this is and how lucky we are and how how back to your what you said how grateful i am to have this there you go
0: all right so any last words for uh, the listeners
1: just that if you haven't read sonia's stuff you should read it it's great stuff and you'll find out if if listening to this show is not enough you'll find out the other dimensions of this wonderful person and uh, I, I don't do that a lot. I don't, we don't, we don't either one of us do that. We don't, we're not here to like sell stuff, but, but you reminded me, gosh, that, that book, And I, I remember reading that before you came on. I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then you came <laughs> up and then you're just this ball of fire and I was just like. Oh my gosh. You know, every now and then, you know, I, you know how I mean this when I say this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I get a crush on certain guests, you know, in the middle of the, like we're interviewing and in the middle, I get kind of this crush, you know, and it's, just, <laughs> this it's just like, I like this person. I hope they like me. I want to be friends <laughs> with them. You know, I think we, we ended were that, up. Yeah. You know. I look
0: at us, you know, we got our own podcast. It's so much fun. Um, before we went on air, I informed Alex of some uh, serious things that are happening and he said we don't have to do today's episode, but talking with Alex and having fun with you all the time is so uplifting. Like, look at him, my mood is so great. I, I just oh, love I, it. Thank you.
1: Well, mine is and too. check out and, his
0: books too, because I'm still reading them. <laughs> there's a lot well, of you. there's eight. <laughs>
1: there's there's a lot. It's there's almost half a million words about this one guy in this season. So but I would say this to you too, my dear. And I promise you this because I enjoy this too things are going to even out in a few more months on my job situation. Cause right now I took this new job and I'm finishing up some other things. And when that happens, if you're at a good spot, maybe we can do this more than once a month. That'd be great.
0: Oh, I would love that because, you know, people seem to like the show. I get,
1: I did. I put it on my thing. I, you know, I put it in my feed. Uh huh. just like, like, like two days, 50 downloads and just boom.
0: I do an ad for it and you look at the analytics. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because it's, it's light. I mean, we get into some heavy stuff but it's just yeah. organic when we yeah. do. Yeah. You know, so I would love to be able to do this more than once a month.
1: Okay. I really want. I promise you. Um, <laughs> I do. I mean this, but it's just like, it's just, anyway, nobody wants to hear that. All right. Yeah. My dear, uh, sending you um, my gratitude for being my friend. I'm sending love to your mom and just let me know if I can do anything for you before the next time we, we get together.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as you notice, we have been talking about gratitude. When you are grateful for everything you have, good things come your way because Indeed. you open the door for being grateful.
1: Yeah, so definitely.
0: Until next month. I am Chica. She's Chica. (laughs) Okay, let's try this one more
1: time. I stepped on it. Sorry. Go
0: Go ahead. ahead, I'll let you start.
1: (laughs) So, So until next month, she's Chica.
0: And he's the man. Blessings.
1: You've been listening to Chica.
0: And the man. I'm
1: the man, Alex Greenwood.
0: And I am Chica, Sonia Iris Lozada.
1: And we'll catch you next time right here on Chica and the Man.